Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. I know that you all will listen to this at all times of year in the next probably many decades. <laughs> um, I know when I've list- found some of my favorite podcasts or most most um, sought after podcasts, I go way back and listen to the whole thing. But it is spring in New England and you can hear probably cars driving by. There's birds, there's sunshine, there's wind, and I am just so happy. Oh, if you guys could see me in my happiest place, it's doing kind of the back-end business work from my deck. And just like, I live downtown in this beautiful little village. So anyway, I'm in my happy place. Um, today's podcast is was intended to be a short little bonus to introduce some of you to um, exploring medium readings to get to know your abortion babies a little bit more. And when I got on the call, Sarah was prepared to do a little bit of reading for me. So that was like an extra special bonus. So I thought we were hopping on for like a 10, 15 minute call and it's, you know, ending up going to be like a 45 minute podcast. So yay, lucky me, lucky you. Um, thank you to Sarah. And if you have ever considered hiring a medium to connect you to uh, your abortion babies or any other spirit guides for some direction, this is the podcast to listen to. Okay, <laughs> I feel really excited. Um, when do I not feel really excited, you guys? Today I was doing a model this morning and I was like, I really do like the feeling of excited. It was in my intentional model this morning. Um, this week we had, two, it was my first double feature podcast um, and your podcast, Sarah Magnoni and um, Melissa Bird's podcast just had to go together. I knew they had to come out together. So they both came out on Tuesday But Sarah, what we didn't talk about that felt like this huge aha moment for me after we recorded was like, wait a second. (laughs) You also do this mediumship work. Is that how you refer to it? Yes. Yeah. And I did a recording with a medium. First, we did a podcast episode where we talked about some of the healing that can come from this work and the, you know, the benefits and answering unanswered questions or getting new insights. And then later she did a spirit, like a reading for me on a bonus podcast, but she since I think is not doing the work because my clients have not been able to find her very Mm -hmm. easily. And it's, I don't know how much you know about like abortion readings but there 
are some groups of people who have a very strong belief that we as humans need to, that us thinking about and referring to these babies is keeping them trapped here. I do not have this belief at all, <laughs> but it makes me nervous about referring to mediums. And so once I realized that I could refer to you, I was like, what is even happening? This is the best thing ever. <laughs> Yay. So I'm so beyond excited to have someone I trust to refer my clients to, because I think these are really special experiences. I think they're beautiful ways to heal. I have, I can't even put into words the amount of healing and connection and purpose and meaning I have found with my connection. And it's not like your connection. It's just like me and my little human self believing that this spirit along with other spirits are guiding me. So why don't you just say like your favorite things about this work and how you find it healing? And then we'll see where this goes. Yeah. So I, I, you know, to kind of what you said there about, like, if we think about them, that we're keeping them here, what really comes to mind is that people need to understand that when you receive a mediumship reading, the healing's not only with the human on earth, it's mm. in the spirit world. So oh. you're also healing spirit mm. and <laughs> it's beautiful. Right. And yeah, actually I could cry. So and uh, I, me I too. I'm my emotional today. So just like alive right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, um, and what happened with me going through just the phases of mediumship, if you want to say, because I hid it for a long time. I knew since I was young, hid it and then started opening up. And I feel like I take like two steps out of the closet and then I come back in and then two steps out. And now I really feel like I'm just out there because, and the reason is, is my connection with spirit is so strong. Yeah. I love spirit so much. Mm -hmm. And I, of course I love my clients and I love the healing that it brings for them, but I can't describe the connection and love I have for spirit mm -hmm. and the trust. I feel like I have built up with spirit, just their ability to come in easily. Some people, mm -hmm. uh, people, some spirit still will kind of, you know, kind of waver out just, they're not sure, but I'm easily, I'm able to bring someone in rel relatively quickly. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, it's such an honor to do this work and to be able to connect into the spirit side. I agree. I agree. I have been told multiple times. I think we all, I don't know, is your belief that we all have the ability to do this work? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, I, you know, I've been told many times, like, this is work you could be doing. And I'm like, no, bye. I will refer to Sarah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I do. I really am fueled and lit and guided so much by spirit. Like personally, I think I just have a lot of fear to work through about what it might look like to like actually make that a thing. So for now, I'm still over here. And I have so much respect and love for you actually opening <laughs> to this work. Um, so for listeners who don't really understand what a reading might be like, what, what do you, 
how do you want to explain it? How do you want to say what it would feel like if they were like me, me, I want to hire Sarah. I'm ready, ready to have this experience. Yeah. So I think a couple of um, like tangible things or just like masculine energy task kind of things is you don't, you want to enter the reading very open-minded and not providing a lot of information. So Mm -hmm. I know you had sent me the recording. I listened to like two minutes and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to this because Uh, I was going to be speaking with you. And I want to make sure that this, the spirit that comes through the message that comes through is pure and not tangled up in my mind. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So really for someone being, you know, receiving the reading, it's just about the openness. If you, if you come into a reading and you, this is like, oh, let's really see if this will work. Let's just stump the reader. You're not going to get a great reading. Mm. Now that doesn't mean you can't be skeptical. I'm still skeptical and I'm the one connecting the spirit. So like skepticism is good. And, and I think it probably improves the reading even because, you know, it might be a little bit harder to connect in certain areas, but really, you know, if we think about like the beginning of the reading, it really is just for you to relax, accept whatever's coming through and know that we're at the mercy of spirit. So even if you have a specific spirit you want to connect with, that might not be the spirit that comes through. Um, and so there has to be this openness to understand that the message you're receiving is what you're meant to receive. And I've had readings by a lot of mediums. And I remember one reading that I had particular, I was so angry when I left because I was like, this is stupid. This is just a bunch of BS. Um, and six months later, everything she said came true. (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh, because I mean, she was giving me people's names and what they look like and different things. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. And then it all came through. Wow. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Sorry. Uh, the words I heard when you were talking is like, when it comes to skepticism, there's being skeptical, but coming in with curiosity versus being skeptical with um, resistance. Like, mm. I was like, it's yeah. not quite doubt. It's not quite, it's like, if you're truly resistant, it's not the thing for you but like if you can be curious like I it's like I love the words it's possible that yes some message will come through for me that will change my life or it's possible that there is something from spirit world that I'm meant to hear or it's possible that Sarah's the real deal (laughs) like right just like that place of like yeah it's a skepticism with a heavy piece of curiosity. Yeah, and absolutely, that's a perfect way to describe it. And the other thing I think is that not all mediums will be for you, right? Like yeah. you could connect with someone that might be a really skilled and gifted reader, but maybe their way of reading isn't mm-hmm. doesn't resonate or the information they're sharing or even how they receive their messages. So I work with angels and that for me is the purest form of spirit. Mm-hmm. So so I never have to worry about anything negative. That's what I used to really be afraid of. Like, well, if I open that's up what I'm good, afraid of. Bad, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, that's a whole other podcast. But I can definitely share my experiences there. But, but yeah, I mean, working with angels, like I don't, I don't have the fear coming in, and I know how to protect myself, and I know how to protect those that I'm reading for. Mm. So, so there is that positive energy. But if 
angels don't resonate with someone and they think they're just frou-frou and not real and ew, they might not like a reading for me. So Yeah. Interesting. We were having a conversation that we are not Irish in any way, shape or form, but we're one of those families where I make corned beef on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> You're Irish on St. Patrick's Day, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we like delicious food <laughs> loaded with chemicals. Probably. <laughs> so I was like buying it. I'm like, it's once a year. <laughs> exactly. Our bodies are strong. Um, what am I trying to say? So my daughter has a new car and there's this like thing in our family where we tie a red bow onto the rear view mirror of a new car. And then also I started putting a, um, Archangel Michael in my car. Now I know very little about any of this spirit world, but certain things just like stay with me. And so my daughter sat at the table. No, she said, we need St. Christopher in my car. Is that even a thing? And my parents were raised Catholic. So I was like, do you mean Archangel Michael? Cause that's what she knows I have in the car. Yeah. And my parents were like, no, it's St. Christopher who, and we had this whole thing about like saints versus angels. I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to get you St. <laughs> Archangel Michael to put right. in the car. Yeah. I don't know much about saints. <laughs> yeah. But it took me a second to be like, oh, that's a Catholic thing. I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's absolutely. a Catholic thing versus like a univ. my understanding of like a universal Yeah, I think angels are still definitely from a religion like Catholicism, but I do think that they're more widely accepted. Okay, interesting. Anyway, like like you said, we could do a whole podcast about all the nuances, but really my goal for getting this recorded is helping my audience who is interested or who is curious on the fence gain some level of comfort to like making that leap of I'm ready for this experience. So um, anything else you want to offer right now? No, I'm getting messages right now. So I'm just writing everything. Okay. (laughs) So we got on the call and um, I didn't want to assume that Sarah would get messages for me, but she was like, "Uh, are you open? I was like, have you met me? Like we are new friends, but seriously, like I'm never not open to, to anything. So I've been, you know, Sarah has been little jotting down messages over there. Um, yeah, I I'll just say in other readings I've had either of around this abortion or other things, I just found it so validating and so calming and peaceful and grounding and has given me like a lot of hope. Um, so I don't know what you have to offer me today. Maybe you'll have the opposite effect. Maybe I'll be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to ruin your day. I quit. (laughs) You're like, stop recording. We're done. Um, I don't think so, but I have to be honest. I don't know anything about your abortion. I don't know anything about your situation. So I just want to be clear. So my human brain, as I start to receive messages is like, Oh, what if that's wrong? I mean, I immediately start judging. So I try to stop. But so, um, as we get started here, just kind of walk you through what I do in a reading. So we're just going to take a couple deep breaths and I'm going to set an intention real quickly. Mm -hmm. There's calling all of Amanda's 
archangels, ancestors, and guides, all of my archangels, ancestors, and guides, calling Archangel Azrael. We just ask that you place a beautiful rose gold bubble around us to protect us. Anything that hits the outside is immediately turned to love. Please fill the inside with love and light. Okay, so <clears throat> I don't want you to tell me anything. I'm just going to start telling you what I'm getting. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you at some point, does this resonate? And I want you to say yes or no, or maybe. Okay. Um, and then after here, just a couple of minutes, then we'll start more of a conversation. Um, but cool. so what I don't want you to do is feed the reader. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but yeah, I don't yeah. want what you say to influence my brain. So what came to me before the call, which I always then it, it might happen as I ask spirit, they start sending message. I ask spirit to meet me here um, at the time of the reading, because I don't want to sit with that information for too long. Cause I'm going to make mm -hmm. a story. But what I got before the reading was um, actually you fully pregnant um, in this very like flowing like pink and white like just this beautiful image of um a full-term baby yeah. and um and then that baby flew and she flew and she had wings and I'm saying she but I have to be honest when I check with gender like I'm not getting they're not giving me a gender but I keep wanting to refer to she feel a lot of joy and happiness just as with any birth. So it's this, the difference is this birthing of the earth, right? Birthing to the earth with a room full of humans holding her. It's this birthing of this beautiful angel. So that's the image I get of this angel flying and birthing mm -hmm. into the spirit realm. Right now, when I connect, I actually feel a toddler age and I heard sissy really loud when you were talking about your daughter getting the car. Hmm. And I can tell you that when you were talking about your daughter getting a car, I could feel my throat chakra start to close up a little bit. Like I might start to cry and travel into my heart chakra. Um, and to me, what that means is just this extension of love and compassion towards hmm. your daughter from angel baby yeah yeah my ear just popped so I also get um confirmation through my body at times one is my right ear will pop and when I just said that I got an ear pop so does any of this resonate with you yes yeah okay um the image that I see is she is definitely surrounded by others so it's this feeling of um like having a family on a spirit side, there's no pain. There was never any pain. The, what she's showing me is this, a full-term baby just into the spirit world. And, and I'm trying to, to describe what I'm seeing. Sometimes it's not so easy, but it's this. So it is like she's in the spirit world, but it's also like, this was just, A blip that's the word that's coming to me and I feel like that sounds really dismissive and I don't mean it to be it it's this um it was never supposed to be is is kind of what I'm hearing okay so um 
she also had lived other lives. So her soul had traveled. Mm -hmm. This was not the first time. So this isn't um, Mm -hmm. like a soul that this was her first experience. This was a, you know, um, an experience that her soul was supposed to go through if we think about even soul contracts. So it's hard for us to understand because we don't live on the spirit side. So we're like, well, a soul contract is for somebody here on earth. That's the human side of my brain that keeps saying that, but that's not true. She's saying no, that the the spirit side, there's a soul contract. That was an experience that she was supposed to go through. Hmm. And so, so I want you, this is a beautiful image that she's showing. She's showing her spirit inside of you as being this gift and beauty of filling up. (laughs) And like, there was no wrong solution or wrong answer. Like it, this, it was, I don't know how to, I hope I'm explaining it correctly. It's just, that's how it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yes. When she arrived to the spirit world, my ear just popped again. Um, there was a, a, it's a masculine energy that was holding her. Hmm. So it's almost like she was given birth into this masculine spirit to care for her. Hmm. But what's interesting is I'm trying to see, like, is it somebody from your family? It does not feel like it's someone that was related to you. It almost feels like, um, so sometimes they'll show me things that I've seen or something in my own life. So have you ever seen the movie Soul? Yeah. So when you think about kind of all of them, like kind of, you know, wandering around, that's what it feels like. Like, oh, like, you know, she's one of the gang. One of our soul babies came back and now we're here with her. And I'm checking to see if her soul is transferred because sometimes I can tell. It doesn't feel like it, not yet. What do you, can I ask a question? What does transferred Yep, and now mean? we can talk more, yeah. What does transferred mean? Well, into, um, so our souls can transfer, right? So um, your soul, when you pass, will go into either someone else or something else like a dog. Right. Um, so I'm checking to see if her soul has transferred into another like earthly form. Yeah. And I'm not feeling that. I'm still, I'm imagining it's still like an angel baby. So I still see her as an angel. Mm -hmm. So that to me means that she hasn't transferred because I mean, I have gotten feelings in the past or a message that like somebody actually has transferred, Mm. um, but it doesn't feel like she's transferred yet. I agree. Um, So I know we're limited on time. So I don't know if anything with what I said resonates. I know you've had other readings. Um, well, I thought the most interesting thing was the, um, you use the words filling up. Mm-hmm. And I think what I felt when I was, I don't know, somewhere in the process of the whole abortion experience, I recognized that there was this big hole, like, it was just this really big hole in the work, in the conversation around abortion. And so 
what I say all the time is like, I'm just here to fill the hole. Like this happened to me so that I could fill the hole. And sometimes like, do you listen to Glennon Doyle's podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just called in because I was like, what do you do when the work feels so big? Mm-hmm. They're like, what is the point even? I'm never going to fill this hole. Like, why don't I just walk away and eat chocolate and watch Netflix? Because there's no p- possible way I as a human can fill this gigantic hole. Mm-hmm. So I loved hearing those words filling up because that's how I've interpreted her experience. Oh, and I, she's a her to me. So that that was like, to me, she's grace. Um, Oh, I just got chills (laughs) because um, what image of grace do you get? Right. It's like a flowing angelic, like just how I'm imagining her. Yeah. 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 You said that like the pink and white. Yeah. Yeah. So I think too, with the filling up, what comes to mind with that is um, because then also part of the reading, when we go into more of a conversation, it's, it's about how to help heal from it. Right. It's not just, let me give you this information. Now you go figure it out. It's let me give you this information. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And so when I think about that and what you said about the filling up, that is absolutely the feeling I had in my body. Mm. And, and then when we think about the process of an abortion, it doesn't remove that filling up. That soul is part of you. That piece, like, if we think about that piece of that soul, there's still a piece of that with you. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't meant to be. That was not the soul journey. And and now they're, they are, I mean, living on the spirit side for some others have probably transformed, you know, transcended into another human form, but it, I hope I'm making sense. It's like that fullness is still there. Like I get, we might look at it because something was taken away, but that fullness is still there. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that's how I talk about it all the time is that we So I loved the image of the pregnancy and like I say, I mean, my program is called birthing a new you because I believe that we don't birth babies, but we still birth something like we are pregnant with an idea, a purpose, a meaning, a lesson, uh, something that was still a pregnancy just wasn't meant to turn into a full human. And so how can we take our experiences and continue to birth something and I feel like that's what this work is and then some days well I'm just getting an image like some days when you're pregnant you're like I'm not doing this anymore I can't do this anymore like this is a ridiculous mission no right (laughs) what was I thinking what was I thinking and I think that's how I feel about this work sometimes I'm like this is ridiculous. This is like humanly impossible, which is how it feels sometimes when you're pregnant and about to birth a human, right? Mm-hmm. So there feels like some similarities there. Um, well, we think about the healing process, though, visualization is so powerful for every aspect of our life, right? So if we can get into that visualization, even of what I saw, where it is this full term 
birthing an angel and giving compassion to yourself and loving, like I can really feel, especially in my sacral chakra, I can feel it as I was sharing that message with you, I could feel it like um, kind of jumping around or bubbling around. So that makes me think that, you know, healing your sacral chakra, especially after going through an abortion would be Mm -hmm. really important. And that is um, my sessions are actually called intuitive healing. And so it's a combination or just one of mediumship, intuitive guidance, Reiki or chakra balancing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, you know, really getting your chakras balanced is also really beneficial for healing, Mm -hmm. but including that visualization, having, you know, just allowing yourself to imagine the beauty of the spirit realm and that the soul that was present in you is now healing because that's what's happening. And when Mm -hmm. they're fully healed, then they will you know, like, I, I mean, I know not all people want to think that souls go into dogs, but they do. And I love dogs. So that's actually my favorite when someone comes through and they're a dog, although I did a reading once and the person was not happy. I was like, okay, well, I'm, I don't need to tell you, but now that's where your dad's soul is. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm open to whatever she becomes next. I'm curious. I do feel like, actually, I have no idea. I don't, it really concerned me when I first, like, I had this belief that souls who were meant to come to you, if you had an abortion, would come back to you. It's like, well, I'm done having kids. That, <laughs> that soul's not coming back. But I did always feel like, well, if she's meant to come back, she'll come back as a neighbor or a grandchild or maybe a dog. I don't know. Like, so I, I thought I do feel super open to that. Um, so can I ask you, um, how long ago the abortion was? It'll be five years next week. Okay. So the toddler aspect is somewhat true. Yeah. Yeah. And what you said about, um, the, the other reading I had, she did say that she really does watch out for her siblings. So that, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) So the car thing made a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 Um, can I ask a question? Is she, does she want to answer a question or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell a story about how right after my abortion, when I was still in like the, the heavy thick of what the fuck is going on, um, I Googled some question that I can't even remember. And I've tried finding again the video that came up and it was a YouTube video and I say it like I say all the time like I don't recommend you google Mm. anything abortion because it can be really traumatizing but for some reason I did that and this YouTube video popped up that I never was able to find again like it appeared it healed me in this like really powerful way and then it disappeared And I don't know, like I was feeling like wanting to know, like, did she send that? Cause that, that video made, it was pretty transformational in me finding acceptance. And then it was so weird that I could never find it again. So the fact that you question it tells me that yes, 
<laughs> that's what she that she sent that that there was you know definitely a universal aspect to that of being sent to you for healing um and then I also received just full-on body chills all over so yeah I mean there we are so connected to spirit so like we talked about earlier that even though you're like nope not gonna do that um <laughs> there is still a connection that even though you might not be hearing or sensing there is that connection there. So just as you are sending wishes and love and every, you know, all of your feelings to her, she's doing the same with you. Yeah. Um, there isn't any spirit that passes that wants their loved ones. God, there goes my eyes. So now my eyes twitching. that wants their loved ones to feel any pain. Mm. They feel no pain. There are mm -hmm. no, they don't have regrets. They don't have anger or grudges or there isn't, um, you know, an angry soul that's out mm -hmm. there. Um, they are pure love and light. Yeah. And they want the same for their family. And, and I think did we talked, we talked about this last, did we talk about soul contracts? I don't think so, but I don't okay. know. That'll be another podcast. So um, I'll be back to talk more about that. But I truly believe in soul contracts. And, and that is what I'm sensing just with how she is representing herself. And when it's this infinity that she's showing like connection to you. So like, she's like right here, just like this. Um, you can't see me, but I'm drawing the infinity symbol. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this connection and that, and that is what I meant by the blip that it, it's how it was supposed to be. Yeah. I, I feel that truly. I mean, I don't know that I'd be able to do this work at the level that I do if I didn't believe that. Right. Because mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so can I ask one more question? Mm -hmm. See if anything comes in. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like in my growth of whatever's happening with this work, I keep questioning, like, I don't know. I do this thing as a human for about every three years, things kind of shift. Like the thing I thought I was doing, I'm suddenly not doing anymore. And I'm like, what's happening? And I almost feel that with this abortion work right now, like something's shifting and I don't know if it's a complete shift, like I'm supposed to stop doing the work or there's a change in the work, maybe from coaching to more writing, or I guess I just feel open to messages about what is next. Cause I feel like something's changing and I haven't been able to pinpoint it. Okay. So immediately when you started saying that I'll show you what I meant but I said, oh, so I drew an image with the circle and a bunch of lines coming off of it yeah okay so um <clears throat> to me what that is showing from the message from spirit which is the abortion work that you're doing as being the circle okay and everything veering off of it is all built off of the work you've done here and what you've learned and what your next path is so they don't, your spirit guides is who's coming in. They don't want you to look at this like a change. They want you to look at it like an evolution. It's just the next step. It's just the, you know, this is the work you've done here. And now it's going to transcend into 
more and it might look different and it may be something different, but they don't want you to look at it as this like finite, like close the door on it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I have felt, I just like was opening Instagram because I just, I can't find it again. This is fascinating. Um, oh, I know who posted it. I can find it. Um, I have been feeling that. I have been feeling like um, the abortion work is, is still here and central, but it's not everything. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's what I've been feeling like. Yeah. So this is the, okay. So the, um, the image you drew with the circle, this is Uh what I had seen just before we got on the call. (laughs) Right. I know. I wish this podcast was a video recording. That's amazing. (laughs) I saw it and it says your path. And then to describe to listeners, probably, I mean, I, I, I would guess that a lot of you are female or non-binary, but, um, or, you know, whatever it the point is the, um, milk ducts in a breast. So anyone who has any connection to anatomy, (laughs) biology, that's what it looks like. And the image you drew looks like that with a circle at the nipple, basically, (laughs) but of course, I literally just saw that image and I, I actually stopped and I looked at it and like my brain was confused for a second and I walked away. And then as soon as you showed me what you drew, I was like, oh my God, that's yes. what, that's what you drew. That is absolutely it. So yeah. in spirit, like, you know, somewhat, sometimes the way that they communicate is by sharing um, my situation or things that I've gone through thought process. And so they want me to share the thought process. So when I started coaching, it was to help mothers who had gone through a serious mental illness with their child. And, um, I no longer directly do that work, but the work that I do still impacts those women. And so that's what I'm seeing with you Interesting that it doesn't have to be, you don't have to like state that one aspect. It still all can feed back and can go back out. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And actually this week, um, someone came into contact with my book and reached out to me and said, I haven't had an abortion, but can I hire you as a life coach? And I was like, okay, I think that was a sign. (laughs) Right. Like the work that I, I mean, the only way I can describe it is like the work around abortion comes through me. Like, yes. Like when I sit down to write it, it just comes through me. Like I, and I even read back in it and I'm confused. Like I wrote that. And sometimes I think you're not taking credit for what you've done or how your brain works, but I'm like, no, like it really just feels like I sit down and it comes through me. And so you're channeling. Yeah. I like this reminder that like that work that keeps coming through me is for everyone. It's not Mm -hmm. just for this niche of abortion. Your soul clients will find you through the work that you do. And some will be due to abortion and others won't just 
like you've already gotten the confirmation with that. Yeah. And I'll share this image on the, um, on the like website page of this episode, because what it says is like, you know, life paths open to you and all these life paths are open to you. Like those are the words on it, which is pretty much what you, what you drew, which is like, I'll send you a picture yes. of what I drew. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm pretty, but I'm going to put both on the website because it's like you're doing this abortion work, but it doesn't mean it's all about abortion. Like it's opening up so many more life paths for you, yeah. is how I'm interpreting it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. Um, that's actually really probably this feels transformationally healing to have that validation. Cause sometimes I think when I called into, we can do hard things, (laughs) Glennon's podcast, I felt like I was at this crossroads of like, I don't want to abandon the work, but it feels so big. I sometimes don't know what to do next. And I think the answer is kind of like, you keep doing the work, but the hole you're filling is not just about abortion. Mm-mm. Like the hole you're filling is much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And God, the universe source, they're going to send you your soul clients and those that need yeah. you. And it might be through speaking about abortion and it might not, yeah. but that I, I do really feel that that's still the central of you know, central part of who you are, but that doesn't mean that has to be the work that you do. Yeah. If that yeah. Makes sense. yeah. That's what I've been feeling lately. And I'm just like, human me is like, damn it, Amanda, are you giving up again? I'm like, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like an evolution. Just your stupid human brain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, so beautiful. Um, I, one of the big images I took away from my, from my first reading of this abortion experience and baby grace was this image of a son. Mm. And I feel like the son is like one of the connections I have to her, not even like the real son. It's like these images of the son that I feel like the next almost evolution is, and that makes sense because earlier in this work, I needed like light. Mm. And so it makes sense that it was the sun. And now I feel like I'm in this place of like softening and letting it flow. So this, like that image you gave at the beginning of the, the pink and white and this like full flowy. And that would stop. Those were the images I was getting yesterday. And that's, I was like, Whoa, no, no, no. I think I know who you're here for, but no, not yet. <laughs> Let's wait. But yeah. Yeah. Definitely very flowy and feminine and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, so we shared a link to your Instagram. I think I shared a link to your website on my, um, on my podcast website page, but the website is where people would book readings, right? Yeah. absolutely yep yep Mm -hmm. and there's yeah there's 30 minute and one hour and um you can see all the information there awesome great thank you so much um I can't tell you how grateful I am to you and also to baby grace 
probably for making this connection. (laughs) It's been a challenge. Sometimes people ask me, can you recommend someone for a reading? And I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about it. Like if I haven't, if I don't have a deep connection, it's hard for me to make that recommendation. And I felt confident in the other woman, um, but it just felt like it was getting a little harder for people to reach her. So I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.